0: Our Father and our God, we thank you for this evening. Thank you for all that we will sing and all that we will hear. Please would you help us to focus, help us to listen and to concentrate on what we hear. Please would you reveal to us just how good and how great you are and how much you love us. And that this is why Christmas is so wonderful. Please would you bless us and encourage us this evening we pray. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And I hand over to uh, Doreen as we uh, hear our first carol for the evening.
1: We will now sing our first carol. O come, holy faithful, joyful and triumphant. O come ye, O come to Bethlehem. Come and behold him, born the King of angels. O come let us adore him, O come let us adore him, O come let us adore him, Christ the Lord.
2: This reading is taken from Isaiah chapter 8, verse 22, to chapter 9, verse 7. Then they will look toward the earth, and they will see only distress and darkness and fearful gloom, and they will be thrust into utter darkness. Nevertheless, there will be no more gloom for those who were in distress in the past, humbled by the land of Zebulun and in the land of Naphtali. But in the future he will honour Galilee of the nations by the way of the sea beyond the Jordan. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light on those living in the land of deep darkness as the light has dawned. You have enlarged the nation and increased their joy. They rejoice before you as people rejoice at the harvest, as warriors rejoice when dividing the plunder. As for in the day of Midian's defeat, you have shattered the yoke that burdens them, the bar across their shoulders, the rod of their oppressor. Every warrior's boot used in battle and every garment rolled in blood will be destined for burning, will be fuel for the fire. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace. Of the greatness of his government and peace there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing it and upholding it with justice and righteousness from the time on and forever. The zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this.
3: Our next carol is, O Little Town of Bethlehem, written by Philip Brooks. O little town of Bethlehem, how still we see thee lie. Above thy deep and dreamless sleep the silent stars go by. Yet in thy dark street shineth the everlasting light. The hopes and fears of all the years are met in thee tonight. O holy child of Bethlehem, descend to us, we pray. Cast out our sin and enter in. Be born in us today. We hear the Christmas angels, the great glad tidings tell. O come to us, abide with us, our Lord Emmanuel. reading this evening is taken from the book of Micah and from chapter 5 which talks of a promised ruler from Bethlehem. Marshal your troops now city of troops for a siege is laid against us they will strike Israel's ruler on the cheek with a rod but you Bethlehem Ephrathah though you are small among the clans of Judah out of you will come for me One who will be a ruler over Israel, whose origins are from of old, from ancient times. Therefore, Israel will be abandoned until the time when she who is in labor bears a son, and the rest of his brothers return to join the Israelites. He will stand and shepherd his flock in the strength of the Lord, in the majesty of the name of the Lord, his God and they will live securely for then his greatness will reach the ends of the earth and he will be our peace amen our second carol this evening is uh, once in royal david city once in royal david city stood a lowly cattle shed where a mother laid her baby in a manger for his bed mary was that mother mild jesus christ her little child.
1: the holy one to be born will be called the son of god even elizabeth your relative is going to have a child in her own age and she is she who is said to be unable to conceive is in her sixth month for no word from god will ever fail i am the lord's servant mary answered may your word be fulfilled then then the angel left her the next carol that will be sung is silent night holy night all is calm all is bright Round John, Virgin, mother and child, holy infant, so tender and mild, sleep in heavenly peace, sleep in heavenly peace.
4: is taken from Luke chapter 2 verses 1 to 7, the birth of Jesus. In those days Caesar Augustus issued a decree that the census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria, and everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judah, to Beth, Judea, to Bethlehem, uh, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David, he went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child while they were there. The time came for the baby to be born and she gave birth to a firstborn a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger because there's no guest room available for them. <laughs>
1: Our next carol is While shepherds watch their flocks by night. While shepherds watched their flocks by night, all seated on the ground, the angel of the Lord came down and glory shone around.
5: Tonight is taken from Luke chapter 2, reading from verse 8 to 20. Now they're in the same country, shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were greatly afraid. Then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Saviour who is Christ the Lord. And this will be the sign to you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth and peace and goodwill towards men. So it was, when the angels had gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds said one to another, Let us now go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has come to pass, which the Lord has made known to us. And they came with haste, and they found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. Now when they'd seen him, they made widely known the saying which was told them concerning this child. On all those who heard it, marvel at those things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. Then the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they heard and seen. And I pray that we too will ponder these things in our hearts this night, because these truths can give us salvation, Amen.
0: One of the wonderful privileges of uh, Christianity is being able to talk to God, being able to pray. Uh, anyone can uh, pray uh, to God as we come in the name of Jesus. So let's do that uh, together now, as we bring our, our concerns and our cares to Him this Christmas. Heavenly Father, we do. Thank you for this time when we can come together and we can dwell on the true meaning of Christmas. Among all of the things we have to do, all of the busyness of our lives, among the stresses and the strains that are upon us. We thank you for the hope and the joy that we can find in Christmas. And we ask that we might all know that for ourselves this very evening in the Lord Jesus We thank you that we can pray uh, to you tonight uh, in his name. And we pray that you would help us, as we've already sung this evening, to come and to adore him. For the Lord Jesus is a saviour who has been born to us. We thank you, Father, that you loved us so much, that you sent him into this sad and sorry world for our good, for our advantage, for our blessing, that we might know you. For all of eternity. Father we confess this evening. That there are many things that. Sadden us in our world. There are wars among nations this evening. There are political tensions. There is corruption. There are abuses of power and authority. There are many things that cause us. Sorrow and grief in our own lives. At this time of year we can. Uh, Remember with fondness those who are no longer with us Those that we uh, loved so much And uh, Lord we come this evening with our griefs and our sorrows And we come with our health worries And uh, those relationships that have broken down Those financial uh, concerns that we have Lord there are so many uncertainties in our lives this evening For ourselves and for our families And so we thank you that We can uh, come to you and praise you tonight for the Lord Jesus Christ. That in him we have uh, the dawn of your undeserved kindness at that first Christmas. As we consider him tonight in the carols that we are singing and in the readings that we are hearing. We have opportunity for a fresh start in him. New life as we were made to live it. As we believe in him. The one who is God, who became man, who feels for our sadnesses, who shares in our gladness and will lead all who trust in him safely home to heaven. Oh Lord, we thank you again for Christmas time. We thank you so much for all that we are able to ponder on it this evening, as we have just heard in that reading, that we would ponder these things in our hearts. May they sink down deeply into our hearts and bring us comfort and joy tonight and always, as we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Our next carol is, As with gladness uh, men of old did the guiding star behold, as with joy they hailed its light, leading onward, beaming bright. So, most gracious Lord, may we evermore be led to thee. Let's stand.
6: This reading is taken from Matthew chapter 2, verses 1 to 12, and reading from the New King James Version. Now after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and have come to worship him. When Herod the king heard this, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. And when he had gathered all the chief priests and scribes of the people together, he inquired of them whether Christ was to be born. So they said to him, in Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it is written by the prophet, but you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are not the least among the rulers of Judah, for out of you shall come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod, when he had secretly called the wise men, determined from them what time the star appeared. And he sent to Bethlehem and said, Go and search carefully for the young child, and when you have found him, bring back word to me, that I may also come and worship him. When they heard the king, they departed, and behold, the star which they had seen in the east went before them, till they came and stood over where the young child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceedingly great joy. And when they had come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary his mother, and fell down and worshipped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented gifts to him, gold, frankincense and myrrh. Then, being divinely warned in a dream that they should not return to Herod, they departed for their own country another way.
0: Well, we've sung uh, lots of carols uh, this evening, and so you have all uh, earned a warm drink uh, in a few moments' uh, time down stairs, And we've heard lots of readings from the Bible, uh, haven't we, that have told us all about that first Christmas. It's reminded us that uh, the only reason that we're even celebrating Christmas at all is because of what we've heard uh, read this evening. We've heard promise that there would be one who would come. Uh, hundreds of years before, that promise uh, was made of one who would come to change the world forever. And as you've sung and as you've listened to uh, the readings this evening, it can be very easy to, to go along with the tradition of it all, can't it? Maybe you've come along with a friend this evening and it's great to see you, or maybe this is just what you do at Christmas, you like to do it, you like to hear the carols and sing them and hear the readings, and that's great, it's a wonderful habit to have at this time of year. But very briefly, as we just tie everything together before we enjoy a mince pie downstairs, I want to tell you that this evening is about more than a tradition. It's more than simply doing something that gets us in the mood for Christmas or makes us feel all warm and fuzzy inside. Why do I say that? Well, I say that because the content of every reading heard and every carol sung this evening is a source of great hope. Maybe you had a Christmas card through the letterbox from us as a church to you in the last couple of weeks that said on the front of it that Christmas brings hope. And that is exactly what we've heard this evening. We have heard of the great hope that is found in Christmas. I wonder what it is that you have your hope in. Do you have your hope in much at all? Maybe you once placed your hope. In something, but you don't anymore. It let you down. A relationship that broke down, a career move that didn't work out, an investment maybe that saw you lose out on so much. It can be all too easy, can't it, to lose hope because of the, the terrible events that, that go on in this world or because of the hard and difficult and real stressful circumstances in your own lives. You just don't know where to look for hope. The economy struggles. Countries fight each other. A gunman shoots down people at a university in the Czech Republic just this week. Young people are stabbed to death on the streets of our cities in the UK every week, it seems like, on the news. And so you think there's just not much for us to hope in. Maybe that describes you as you listen this evening, friend. Everything just seems so hopeless. Life seems void of hope. Something to look to, in which you might be strengthened and helped. And so, as we're here on this Christmas Eve, I wonder if you find much hope in Christmas—hope that not only makes you forget about the troubles of your life just for the next couple of days each year, but a hope that lasts you all year round, three hundred and sixty-five days. Then I want you to find encouragement in this truth on this Christmas Eve, that Christmas really does bring hope. It really does. Hope for today and tomorrow and every day of your life. A hope that completely transforms your life forever. And it doesn't matter who you are or where you come from or the things that you've done, your background, your circumstances. Surely that's something that sounds good, right? Surely that is something that's worth considering at the very least. If Christmas brings us hope that can shape every day of the year, then that is something that I need to know more about, isn't it? And the hope of Christmas has been the centre of all the readings that we've heard and all of the carols that we've sung this evening. The hope of Christmas is Jesus Christ. He is the one who was promised to come, to right every wrong. He is the one who really has come that we might know light, and life and hope forever. He is the one the angel spoke of when appearing to those shepherds on the hillside outside Bethlehem that we heard read earlier from Luke chapter 2. Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all people. Today in the town of David, a Saviour has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. Here is the hope that Christmas brings. The birth of Jesus Christ is what gives me and every follower of Jesus around the world today a real enduring hope. Christmas brings hope because on that first Christmas day 2,000 years or so ago in a little town called Bethlehem a saviour was born. And we sang earlier, didn't we, of that little town of Bethlehem. It's small, it's unspectacular and yet in the darkness of the night, everlasting light came into the world. And in the person of Jesus, we sang these words, didn't we? That the hopes and fears of all the years are met in him tonight. All the hopes and fears of humanity down throughout history, so that includes you and me this evening, they're met in Jesus. Hope is found in him alone and the fact that we're still talking about this, 2,000 years after the event, the fact that it hasn't petered out into nothingness, it suggests that the author to a little town of Bethlehem, he was onto something. All the hopes and all the fears of people just like you and me are met in Jesus Christ. But you might be thinking, well, how is that so? How can something that happened 2,000 years or so ago have any impact on my life Today in 2023, the announcement the angel made to those shepherds was this. Today in the town of David, a saviour has been born to you. The town of David was another name for Bethlehem. And the good news announcement of Christmas to you and to me this evening is this. In Bethlehem, 2,000 years ago, a saviour has been born to you. Now, the Cambridge Dictionary tells us that a savior is a person who saves someone from danger or harm. It's a word used of someone who does something heroic or life-saving, isn't it? We saw some life-saving work uh, last Saturday in the Premier League, uh, town, Luton Town's football game against Bournemouth, it was abandoned after Luton's captain, Tom Lockyer, he had a cardiac arrest on the pitch while he was playing. And the doctors and the paramedics, they rushed on and did an amazing job. They resuscitated him and now he is thankfully recovering. They absolutely saved him, didn't they? They saved him from more than just harm. They saved him from from death, from dying. Incredible scenes. But why do we need a saviour? What is it that we need a saviour for? What is it that we need saving from? Oh friend, you know all that terrible stuff that I mentioned earlier, all that stuff that happens in our world that saddens us, those things, they're not completely unexplainable. Nothing is an accident in this world. And and the reason there is so much wrongdoing and brokenness in our world and in our lives is because of one word. Sin. A word that might bring different things to your mind, but it's a word that the Bible uses to summarize all the ways that we fall short of the good and wise ways of Of I'm sure we'd all agree, wouldn't we, that murder is wrong and stealing is wrong and lying is wrong. and, And that's true because those things are God's standards. And the issue that we all have is that when we fall short of God's standard, when we tell a lie and we think that malicious thought and we spread that false rumor and in our hearts we desire something that we cannot have, what we're doing is we're rejecting God and we're rejecting His ways. And that's what sin is. It's putting... Self above anyone and everyone else, and it is ignoring the good and best ways of God. And all of us are guilty of that. I know that I certainly am. And if you were honest with yourself, then you'd know that you are as well. And so that is why Christmas is such good news of great joy. I'm so glad that Christmas happened. Because without it, I would be without hope. Because I would be without any hope of ever being right in God's sight again. But in that first Christmas that we've sung of and read about this evening, in that first Christmas, in the birth of Jesus Christ, a Saviour has come. He has been born to us. And in Him, we can know a whole new way of life. In believing in Him, we can begin to live the life that you and I were truly made for entrusting our lives to the one who was born as a baby in Bethlehem and grew up, never once failing to to meet the the perfection uh, that God requires and then going on to a cross to die in the place of all who would believe in him, we can know a deep and enduring peace because we know then our sins are forgiven. Jesus is a saviour. He saves us. From our sins, he saves us from all our shortcomings. And you know that you have a few of those, as do I. Friends, Jesus is the saviour of the world. And at Christmas, out of immense love for people just like you and me, he comes into this world on on a great rescue mission. And he came with one saving purpose, that you and I might know hope. That's what Christmas is really all about. That's why Christmas brings hope. That is why we have good news of great joy that can be ours personally today, tomorrow through 2024 and always. If you want a real lasting hope that will never fade or let you down, then you will only ever find that in Jesus. The one true hope for this world, not only for Christmas, But always Maybe you've tried some other avenues And you know that they've not cut the mustard They've not met that desire It's because you will only ever find that hope in Jesus And so as we conclude And look forward to celebrating Christmas tomorrow I have to ask you friend Do you have
5: a real hope?
0: What are you hoping in? Do you want an unfailing hope that will never let you down? You can have that tonight if you will come to Jesus and put your trust in him. You might be tempted to think that despite all the troubles and the worries that you have, all the festivities of Christmas will be enough. They'll help you to forget them. But we all know that won't happen, don't we? January will be here a week tomorrow. And the new year, with all the old problems, will still be here. So I'm saying to you tonight, don't carry on as you are, but find hope. In Jesus Christ, come to him this Christmas. Acknowledge your failings, trust in him, and know your life transformed and begin following him that you might know a never-ending hope. If something, anything uh, you've heard uh, this evening has just resonated with you in any way, and I'd love to chat to you more afterwards. You're very welcome to stay uh, for a warm drink and a mince pie uh, downstairs. It'd be a real joy. I'd love to do that to talk to you more about this great hope that can be ours in Jesus. I'm going to pray now before we sing our last carol. And as we pray, you can pray with me in your heart. You can make these words your own. And if you have heard what you have this evening and and it's spoken to you, then you really can put your trust in Jesus tonight and you can know hope in him. So let's pray together. Loving Heavenly Father, we thank you for Christmas and the hope that it brings us in the person of the Lord Jesus. Thank you that he is a saviour who has come to save us from all our shortcomings and failings. Please would you forgive us for all the ways we have failed you. Thank you for sending Jesus to die for people just like us, just like me. And we admit that we have rejected you and not lived the way we always should. But we come now saying sorry for that and putting our personal trust in Jesus as our Saviour this evening. We ask for your help to live for you each day, full of newfound hope in Jesus, in whose name we pray. Amen. Amen. We're going to sing one more carol. To finish our carol service this evening, let's stand and let's sing. Heart the Herald Angels Sing Glory to the Newborn King. Please do take a seat. If you've enjoyed seeing some carols uh, this evening and you've got a spare hour tomorrow, we're here at 10 o'clock Christmas morning to celebrate Christmas uh, together. But if not, we're always here every Sunday at ten thirty and 6 uh, o'clock. You're really welcome to stay on now for a warm drink and a mince pie and some other Christmassy cakes and goodies uh, as well. But I'll just pray uh, to finish as we go our separate ways. Heavenly Father, please would you bless us as we go our own way now over this Christmas time, might we know uh, the true meaning of Christmas in our lives. Please would you keep us and our loved ones in your care. We pray that you would bless us and keep us, that you would make your face shine on us, that you would be gracious to us. Would you turn your face towards us and give us peace? In Jesus' name, amen.